Season 2, Episode 7, The Audition. Welcome to Starting Now, a Barry podcast presented by CinemaSins. Hello, everybody. This is Starting Now, the Barry podcast. This is Chris Atkinson, joined by Barrett Sher. Yo! 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 Barrett, Barrett just <laughs> hit puberty. By, uh, stand by that introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barrett just hit puberty, everybody. It's, uh, we're really proud of him. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Mike Hester is with us today. Hey, everybody. I'm glad we're still going with yo. I feel good about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Positive mm-hmm. choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is. It I is. have hair sprouting on different parts <laughs> of my body. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a very Seinfeldian uh, title to the episode. it is yeah yeah yeah. it's like the most uh, straightforward one well uh all the seinfelds have the Mm -hmm. in front of the of the thing but uh um yeah the audition is is uh pretty self-explanatory but uh, we start off with sally at gersh and gersh is like we love this thing that you're doing and these two mike guys (laughs) they're just the worst (laughs) yeah Yeah, they're awful they're awful and 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 I guess I guess what we're supposed to believe at this point, I guess this has always been the case, but I guess Lindsay is really the agent and these two guys are like the head of the agency. Mm-hmm. They don't really look after her career in any meaningful yeah. way. Um, yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're all about this. Lindsay gets her a great, great like uh, hookup with this producer named Aaron Ryan, who I am assuming this is a a combination name like yeah. it could be uh aaron spelling could right. be ryan uh, murphy right combined or mm. aaron sorkin you got a lot of different yeah you yeah, know, yeah the aaron I, I ryan would, sounds uh, so close no, to i would probably <laughs> lean towards what the first one aaron spelling, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, this is ridiculous but i got in my head aaron paul which is oh. <laughs> so completely wrong and everything. So in my head, I keep having this image of Aaron Paul being the guy, which which makes no, no sense at all. Yeah. But it was amusing to me. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, is a, this is a tremendous get, though. This oh, is, yeah. this yes. is a tremendous get. Uh, and, and she's excited because she's seen some of the shows that Aaron Ryan's responsible for. However, we kind of get an inkling of what kind of producer he is even though she's saying i love divorced women yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> and i love what's that show with the teens in prison prison teens prison teen. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but she is so i don't know if awestruck is the word but something like that where she is she's beside herself she's like i can't believe this is happening i'm getting this chance she's just excited for anything that comes to her she's awkward yeah <laughs> she's it's it is it's almost too good to be true in a way right i yeah. mean uh in in one very real way this is her potential breakthrough if uh-huh. if she goes along with everything yes uh but it's not the breakthrough that she's wanting right it's funny they actually phrase it as we're going to put you in a room with this guy it's yeah. not like i mean it, it's assumed that she would be the lead but it's not like oh we're gonna have you read or you're gonna audition or something like that we're gonna put you in a room with it and i have to believe that a lot of this is actual Hollywood stuff, right? Yeah, I, mean, it, I think this it just is... seems the way that they're talking, the phrasing that they use, the the corporate speak that they mm-hmm. use is just so on the nose 
it has to be this very seems accurate. so real <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean and i've i've even heard bill Hader talk about how like you know even this show that even barry this show like when he was talking with alec berg about doing it and everything you know uh, there's he goes you go to so many meetings where people are like yeah man let's do this and yeah. then you never hear from that person again <laughs> so yeah i mean it's this has got to happen yeah. all the time um so yeah this she's excited and she does that thing that i love that she does again when she goes out to meet uh barry and there's more with barry here in a minute but that little twirl she does when she's yeah. super happy yeah. i don't know if that's a conscious decision that, that uh sarah goldberg is doing for this character but she, i've seen her i saw her do it this the other time when the gersh agent you know when Lindsay yes. showed up mm -hmm. and uh or well, actually it was mike at the time mike mm -hmm. showed up and and basically said yeah let's do this mm -hmm. or whatever and uh and you know barry's up on stage and she does that little like that one seems a little bit more organic this one almost seems like she kind of did this one as oh that's that's something that we like mm -hmm. or whatever but i love that she, that that sort of stayed in that little twirl yeah. uh mike uh one of the the big the the older mike comes out holding this giant like ball when he sits up or actually because you don't see it he look like they're they're sitting yeah and then it pans out a little bit and you see he's sitting on this giant ball yeah and he's so into ergonomics which will come up in the, mm -hmm. the last episode that like he reaches down but like squats with his legs and picks it up yeah. and then walks out of the room <laughs> uh <-huh>. yeah yeah <laughs> uh he uh he comes out barry's like out there reading a magazine in the waiting room and uh and mike's like are you a client here and he goes no no my girlfriend sally she's a client and uh and he's like uh oh yeah well uh uh i see i heard about you Lindsay said something about seeing you on stage and she says you're very loud uh -huh. <laughs> he's, on, he's like oh he she didn't have to say that uh -huh. <laughs> um he says how tall are you and it's crazy yeah it, this is this is really <laughs> crazy so uh we don't know exactly what's transpired we just know that mike gives him a card and then and then sally comes in and talks about how excited she is about this aaron ryan thing and everything and he goes was well, that mike that just went by yeah yeah he's a really nice guy and everything he just got me an audition yeah, <laughs> that's, that's crazy <laughs> and this is this is going to crash some worlds yeah. man mm -hmm. this is a this is an important, like, this is a funny development, but it's also a tremendous plot development. I don't think anything that happens in the next, for this, for the rest of this episode and the next episode happen without this, mm, because yeah. it's, there's so much going on that sort of leads the, it, I think he's, I think Barry's always on a balancing beam. And if he gets tilted one way or the other, some, you know, the actions that he takes Be become magnified mm. and I, i'm gonna try to get I'll, I'll try to explain that more as we get into the episodes and everything but the the fact is is that you know getting into a place for, as for acting and everything like that gets him into a place mm -hmm. and that's what what leads to all, him him uh sally being jealous of this and i'm, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself but sally getting a, getting jealous of this sort of not giving him any support and everything leads to sort of a sort of a snapping point for Barry as well even though there's a lot of stuff that really on its own could be a snapping mm -hmm. point I think but um I don't think he does the things he does without this happening mm. no and then he goes and he talks to 
to Gene right after that. Yes, <laughs> and, and Gene just met Gene is what? Yeah, <laughs> are they auditioning extras now? Yeah. No. Can I can I ask you guys something? And Good. this threw me off a little bit, and it may just be me. Barry seems like a dumbass in the first part of this episode. Yes. Yeah. And I to me, it's a little bit out of character because he's like, you know. Uh, it's just an audition for for a movie, and they're like feature. No, it's a movie. And he seems so nonchalant about it. Like he's got enough acting experience at this point to where getting an audition for a movie should be a bigger deal. Now maybe he doesn't know who J Roach is, right? Yeah. But like, it just seems like he should be able to absorb this a little bit more and like make it important. But as as it's played, he's just. You know, a blank slate, basically. He's a dumbass. No, I, I I totally agree with you. I do think that they've he's taken some liberties with the character a little bit here. Um, because because yes, he shouldn't be this dense yeah. about it. Being dense about how it affects Sally, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But being dense about how big this is is a really big thing. Like mm-hmm. like I don't understand what he and he and he's He's kind of a blank slate. Yeah, he is. He is all the way through this until like the real action starts and mm-hmm. everything. He's. It does kind of play to his character. I've debated this some, and he really. There, there's just a lot he doesn't know. He just flat doesn't know that this is a big deal. This is an amazing thing, and that this is going to blow a lot of people's minds. He just thinks just something that just happens you just get an audition now and then and i kind of bought it but i definitely see your point yeah he says he's i mean the the big when he says i got an audition he's like oh i didn't know it worked this way or whatever like just before the title (laughs) um that's that's within character but then like just that whole like afterwards just like completely blank about just how every how this what Mm -hmm. this means is a little off and 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 uh so I, it works for it the works. episode. It works. It provokes a lot of comedy. It provo- provokes a, a fabulous monologue later on. But like, it is a decision that they made that is a little bit different from what he would normally do. I wish that after this talk with Gene, where he kind of saw how blown away Gene was, you know, they swim instructors, you know, the the they can't cut this line. It's the <laughs> yeah. title of the thing. Yeah, that maybe after that he would have understood a bit more that this is crazy. What's yeah. funny about the Gene thing is Gene is just as jealous as Sally is, and yeah. and that's why he's going through this. Like first off, he thinks that the pages that that Barry's printed out is are multiple copies of the script or, <laughs> yeah. that he's in, and then he realizes he's in four scenes. Uh-huh. And then, and then you can see him sort of looking for: Is there a way to cut this? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want Barry to be this successful this fast. And in and and then brings uh-huh. up that whole thing about the title. It's like he says, it says here you're we're a bunch of swim instructors or whatever. They can't cut that. That's the title. <laughs> um, yeah, you can tell that he's just. Cut. But then he's he's right after that. Yeah, I mean it's it's just a very little twinge of jealousy. Certainly not to the level that Sally is. Mm-hmm. And then he. Sw- which is into like astonishment and I'm going to help you. And somehow this is going to benefit me too. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, that a little bit with that car ride that Barry and Sally have Sally does. Sally also mentions, and this is, I don't know. You can watch this uh, on the surface and feel like Sally is just really being selfish throughout this whole, these last two episodes and everything. And I, I wouldn't agree with that. Mm. Um, because, 
it is so unfair what's yeah. happening. Oh yeah. That that Barry, who has very little experience, is basically getting picked because they need the poster to look right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh she's been working her ass off and she can't get anything because she's not hot enough and she's not this enough and all these type of things. And then this asshole six foot two is all in his required Mm -hmm. for him and 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 she wants to be uh she wants to be happy for him and everything but he's oblivious and so that's even more frustrating Mm -hmm. um she says even and and this is the part that i didn't know about uh the the audition he has for for jay roach um (laughs) is uh is uh is something that is you only get after five callbacks yeah yeah yeah. um that you usually guess you're going in with not even the casting director but people under the casting director which again is something that has to be like an actual thing in hollywood yes for sure so you're doing that for and those people tell these people and then finally it gets to the point where you finally get that he's going he's getting just moved up to this spot (laughs) and that's something he he definitely doesn't know because you know i certainly didn't know that allows me to accept his naivety a bit more mm. than maybe you two guys do mm. so yeah I, I i think i think it gets i think it, that particular aspect of his character gets a little worse later on like it it's not believable almost mm. it mm. it works for comedy but yes, it does yeah but it's uh but it's also uh I, as a as a viewer, I kind of want to know where Barry and Sally are with each other, yeah. and and we can tell they're not really connecting. They haven't really the entire season. They haven't really shown any intimate scenes right. mm-hmm. with right. them since really what the third episode where where they're you know where she's skyping and he's getting shot at and all that yeah. stuff. Ever since then, they've been either in acting class or driving or just kind of like meeting. You know, coincidentally. Like. And and every time there was the early part of the season where she says, oh, yeah, I'll be there for you. Oh, wait, wait, I've got to do this in the morning. And mm-hmm. then and then we can meet each each other at lunch, but I'll have to do this. I'll have to do my audition first. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's we we know that they're not in a good place. They just haven't gotten to a spot where they can address it yet. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an awkward pa- place in a relationship, yeah. by the way. <laughs> we really feel like a lot of life is getting in the way, but she, maybe she's just planning a lot. She doesn't have to go to yoga. She could spend time with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so after after uh, Jean is, uh, you know, uh, flabbergasted about this and everything, we get a small update on Hank. Uh, who at the end of the last episode was captured by Esther and Cristobal mm-hmm. and the guy in the accordion, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're all he and his uh, fellow Chechens are all like uh, wire tied together back in a van. They're being led to a bus for some reason we don't know yet. Mm. Um, and that's and that's it. He Hank is trying to appeal to Cristobal, saying, "Hey, man, we're but we're best buds and everything." You do wonder if there is more to them being. Is there more than there just being buddies yep. with this relationship? Wait, the first episode sort of hinted maybe possibly they have they've been lovers. Mm-hmm. They have some sort of romantic interest. Yeah, them. yeah. But uh, they have they haven't come right out. And even later on, you're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But we get a small update, and then um, you get the accordion player, by the way, right? Yeah. Right as they're getting yeah. on the bus, like this <laughs> yeah, fucking guy, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and he's just he's mocking him at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the guy's just walking around with an accordion. Uh-huh. And you start you start wondering if this guy showers with his accordion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so right after that, we go we go to the Aaron Ryan scene, and this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's because I have been in meetings like this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? or I don't know what it is. I don't feel like I've had the experience that Sally's having, but this is so real to me. Yes, it is. A producer coming in and saying, you know, making it, making it seem like he's just well, just put together. He's got everything he, and he is, he knows what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a whole bunch of platitude type of things. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be making a TV show just to make a TV show, you know? Yeah. And uh-huh. then and she's like, yeah. There's and, nothing about her. It's all about him and, and, you know, what, you know, staying current and like making intimate mm-hmm. stuff. And I don't need another zero on my paycheck. She would start talking and start saying a sentence and he would just cut her off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because it really didn't matter what that yeah. she says and you get the feeling if she did take this role she would just be doing what he wants mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and to have no input at all yeah. so yeah what's the show he's pitched? is it justice ladies payback ladies payback ladies payback ladies mm-hmm. did you google that or did it just come to you i i typed in the quote it's that time of the month for revenge ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh yes <laughs> it's it's insane payback ladies payback ladies ladies. the the premise of the show that he pitches based on sally's idea is three women who are in abusive relationships find each other and it sounds good yeah it does Uh it sounds like yeah they find each other they're going to emotionally support each other and then they kill their husbands. And she's, <laughs> she's like, like, Jesus. She's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then... The, the, that's just the pilot. That's <laughs> just the pilot. <laughs> For all the other episodes, they find other women they find to other do the women. same. Yeah, it's, like a, it's almost like a quantum leap for like revenge <laughs> porn. Uh-huh. Where they're just like, let's find somebody else who's abused out there and help her out and everything. And it's true, man. There's... You let guys write women it becomes about oh, like yeah, yeah it becomes about uh, let's have how do we make these women strong oh let's have them kill a bunch of people and yeah. just not take any shit <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's telling that this show this episode was written by liz sarnoff mm-hmm. uh to, to have that sort of perspective and she obviously nails everything else on this too yeah yeah um there, and- there are a lot of women who are involved in this show and i think that really really helps out totally quite totally. a bit and certainly here yeah um so she's not down with this idea she go the the next scene is the mic saying you don't have the credits to turn down something yeah, like that'd be this. an asshole yeah yeah he's even saying we have seen your reel and she's like you fucking made that yeah, reel. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great delivery from that dude though he's like he's like he's like he's like we've seen your reel <laughs> <laughs> he's like you guys made my reel and uh and so she blurts out and god she's so good in the scene mm-hmm. she blurts out you know well maybe this isn't the right fit yeah and which she's, is a ridiculous thing to do if you're looking for success yeah, yeah. it's also got some big hairy nuts to say something absolutely like that. she right now in her mind she wants the integrity 
And that is a big uh, tug of war that starts happening between these two next two episodes is this art versus commerce thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, she wants to be do the integ- integrity thing. And, uh, and uh, the idea of selling out uh, and, and doing something that's false like this, it, just because she wants to be a star, it does not appeal to her at all do right now. Do you think now. she would have uh, done this before she started telling her story yeah i think she would have done the yeah. the show yeah because she did yeah. all those those other pilots right that, mm-hmm. that were thankless roles mm-hmm. i think if this had happened well I, I don't know what the time jump was but like six months ago yeah you know before all this started uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think so too i think so too i think that uh i think that yeah before all of this happens she's she's diving head first on the show mm. uh but the irony of all that is, is that this doesn't happen without yeah. her getting to the point that she wants to be, yeah. have the integrity and everything. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's that catch 22. Uh-huh. She is really fortunate. She has this agent yeah. on her corner who, boy, I come to like her a lot. No yeah. kidding, man. Because yeah. every, except for maybe entourage, like every portrait of, of an agent, a Hollywood agent shows them as being a scumbag or like a perverted scumbag or somebody that's only out for themselves. And this one, she's genuinely trying to help and like understanding and listening and mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's very refreshing to see. Yeah, her character, Lindsay's character is interesting to me because she's definitely looking out for her Sally's best interests. She apologizes way too much. Uh, all the all time. The time. Yeah. All the time. Way too much um, to get... To get the the Aaron Ryan thing is a huge feather in her cap, mm-hmm. and 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 the fact that it didn't go well isn't her fault. It's it's you know right. she, she got exactly what an agent is supposed to do, and 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 she's just gotten saddled with somebody who's like misintegrity and everything, mm-hmm. and and she apologizes because it's not what her client wants but god she's doing everything right she <laughs> is she is but she's also attentive to how to Sally's reaction i guess because she knows what she's got like in her in her pocket basically mm-hmm. she knows that you know there there's potential to really make a, a star rise for from Sally mm-hmm. it's very cool i like i like that character i like the way that they've they've gone with it and she's having to wrestle with these two dudes that she works with yeah. all the time you, when you think about this in terms of her career if she can launch this it's a big deal but she's having to deal with these other forces she's really trying to go through it all and it just makes her nervous <laughs> who, who are ultimately hell. harmless like yeah. the, the mics are you know talk a big game and everything yeah they're just after the bottom line yeah, they <laughs> they're, are, really, but, they're not gonna step in and be like all right, get get rid of her or whatever, you know. Yeah, but they, they can really affect her career. They could if they could. not not Sally's career, Lindsay. If no, Lindsay, totally. If Lindsay doesn't do this, if she doesn't make Sally work, this could be really bad for sure. her. Sure. Yeah. No. Um. Our next scene is is Gene and Barry are deconstructing these four scenes oh, that wow. he's in. Uh, on a on a little uh, uh, dry erase board. You know, scene one, scene two, scene three, scene four. Let's figure out the journey of the character JT <laughs> that you're playing. In scene one, he finds out that he's being cheated on. Huh. He's put the horns of the cuckold. <laughs> 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 and Barry is looking at him like, 
what uh, <laughs> i'm I, I don't want to look stupid but okay yeah um the, the 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 basically the character arc is that he's getting cheated on he decide in scene two he shits in a pie uh-huh. and then scene three he tries to get him to eat the pie Actually, I think he tries to get him to eat the pie in scene two, but then in scene three, by some sort of horrible (laughs) happenstance, (laughs) JT eats the The pie. pie. And and then in scene four, something about a little girl is able to swim, and he doesn't have to go out there because uh-huh. he 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 drinks. Yeah, he taught her how to yeah. swim. There's so many little things of this. One of my favorite things, and it's Bill Hader doing a quick joke that it's easy to miss, is they say you know uh, Henry Winkler says you know in scene two you eat the pie. What is that? And Bill Hader, he says, relief? <laughs> no, no. I think go of vengeance. So, this is Bill a, Hader, this is a simple script, and he doesn't get it. That, he doesn't even understand well, this. Well, it, it, it's obviously horrible. This this this, <laughs> oh. this movie is terrible. The, uh, the, the funny thing to me is that this is the first time he's ever had to do anything. I guess... Um, I guess they that he was supposed to do a whole play at one point. We've never really seen him do that. It's mm-hmm. almost like uh-huh. it didn't even happen. Um, the front page thing. The front page didn't happen because Cousineau canceled. No, no, no. It no. At I'm the just last what minute, I'm right? yeah. What I'm yeah. saying is is that we've never seen Barry actually go through an entire thing. No, he's been he's only been through uh he's only been through scenes on the show. He was supposed to do the front page, but we never saw that because Cousineau did cancel it. But like. Uh, we never saw it, so in a way, the show is almost saying he hasn't even done that yet, even yeah. though he supposedly technically has. This is the most he's ever had to do yep. in one thing. So he's he's everything that he's done is is got a uh, you know beginning, middle, and end all in like a tiny amount of space, mm. and he knows how to act that. But now he's got an arc where you know he doesn't know where the character the character's emotions are supposed to change over time. And he doesn't know how that how that works. No. But after that, they go. Yeah, what, well, after that, they go to one of the best scenes. This is the one of the, the whole series. Yeah, I this think. is one of the best scenes of the whole series. And when I first watched it when it aired, I was it was about a thirty seconds to a minute where I was like, "Whoa, hold, <laughs> uh-huh. what's going? This is a wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Out of nowhere, uh-huh. it's just organic, and then it keeps going and going and going and going. And you're progressively like." Yeah. Um Sally goes through probably five or six emotions through this entire thing. It <laughs> mm-hmm. goes about two minutes, I think. I think so, yeah. It's about two minutes. The camera's just on her and uh and she starts off talking about, you know, how this scene is you know, she wants to do this scene with integrity and everything, and then she's like, Oh, and it, it's a, it's not like that bullshit that the mics tried to give me today and all that. And it's a and then it's like and then it goes to like uh, she's worried about not only getting the story right, but th- what worrying that why is her story so special? And there are other women out there. Oh, am I going to be the voice of a movement? Yeah, All that's these a whole uh-huh. other side. <laughs> yeah, she's yes. having this conversation with herself. Yeah. Uh, she goes through all that, and then there's the point where she's like, and then the one thing is making me insane is that it makes me very jealous is that you got to this audition, uh-huh. and and boy does she let it out here. She's okay. like, she's like, 
she's like, uh, you can, you guys, you can agree that I am better mm-hmm. and I made you yeah. and all this stuff that, that, uh, that comes out of her mouth. And, uh, and then like she gets back off of that for a little bit and then she goes, of course that I'm happy for you uh-huh. for getting this and everything. And this is the worst thing I've ever read, but like, you know, <laughs> you know, um, it, she goes through, I mean, it's about five or six things Yeah. Uh-huh. It, and it's two minutes unbroken, just her going through just like her, uh, what would you say? What would you say this emotional state? What would be a good word for it? I mean, she's she's at the end of her rope in two different ways. She's at the end of her rope because she doesn't know if she wants to go all the way in her scene. Mm-hmm. And then she's mm-hmm. at the end of the rope in three different ways, I guess, because she's being pigeonholed into this thing with, with the agents. And then she's at the end of her rope because she is insanely jealous of Barry and and she and all of those things combine into this combustible thing. Is, is neurotic the word? Uh, I th- I think she could be described as neurotic throughout the entire series. I think yeah. I think it's the frustration that's <laughs> it's selfish frustration. She is selfish. She's mm-hmm. being selfish right now. If Barry weren't such a blank slate, which again is great comedy after this whole thing, yeah. uh, then s- the other person would be crushed by this because yeah. she's saying pretty awful shit to him. And if you know, she could literally do anything to him, and he would stay with her. So she knows that she can get away with saying mm-hmm. this, but it's all self-serving, but it's self-serving for a reason because she has every right to be frustrated. Yep. Um, but yeah, the way that she expresses it is... <laughs> yeah, there's a way. There's a way to say this this stuff without going there. I really thought in a season where we th- are presented a lot with truth and the story you tell yourself... That this was the most honest point, maybe the entire season. Sure. Because mm. this is Sally. This is what she's thinking. She put everything out there. I really didn't feel like any of it was really unfair. She, you know, of course she's jealous of Barry. Well, and there's no reason him. for her tonight. That's okay. <laughs> but that's what she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. I understand not that. Not the first, uh, not the last time we hear that, by the way. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Gene thinks he's made Barry and. Uh, well, Fuchs. Fuchs thinks he made Barry. Everybody thinks they made Barry because <laughs> he's such a blank slate. But mm-hmm. I, boy, it was just, a, it's a fantastic scene and about as honest as you could get. And then the look on Barry's face is he done. I, th- I think we've all had that look. <laughs> Man, <laughs> well, after, we have. After and we've I guess, had that kind of a conversation. Yeah, and I guess, like, he doesn't know what to do, so he goes back into he his goes line. He yeah. right back into his line. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if it all just bounced off of him or if he processes that and he just doesn't know because it, it he doesn't mention it, I you uh-huh. know, again. So I think he's just kind of like, okay, Hey, shit bird. Well, yeah, uh-huh. as long as I'm as long as I'm not being told that you're leaving forever, yeah. then everything's cool with me. <sighs> yeah, I think he processes that later. That's something that 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 was a lot. Yeah. He just had a lot dropped on him, and he's got kind of a thick skull. And maybe later, <laughs> maybe yeah. later he thinks about that. But right I, now he can't. I could watch this scene on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how yeah. that's how good it is. Um, in the afterward on this episode, Hater says that she even added stuff to it. Yeah. So she, um, she wrote part of it, basically. I can't imagine how long that took. <laughs> the, 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 the sheer amount of words she has to say, first off, but then just the sheer amount of like, how many emotion changes, how many stop-start emotion uh-huh. changes, like little things and all yes. that. One thing they've also done very well, and I don't know if... 
I don't know. This I think this started somewhere in the middle of the season. Is that we've seen bags under her eyes? She is not getting any sleep whatsoever yeah. with all this stuff going on, and she's got these very visible like lines underneath her underneath her eyes, and I and I can't imagine you know what this character is actually just going through the mm-hmm. emotional wreck that she has to be in right now. Mm-hmm. They say she did three takes. Oh, three takes. She did three takes, and that's it. I think. I don't know. Yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna get nominated for an Emmy, right? I would hope so. Uh, if if she you should, and th- it, that should be the Emmy reel, just that. If if <laughs> if Barry has gotten the recognition that it has gotten, and Henry Winkler has gotten an Emmy, then surely uh-huh. the voters have been watching this season and realize how great this entire cast is. Yeah. Uh, but especially, I think I think she really you know hit a new level in this season i think people finally kind of know who she is hopefully this is enough to yeah get her into that that spotlight where you know we start seeing her and more stuff and everything yeah and bill Hader won the the emmy too so Mm -hmm. they're definitely paying they know yeah they know um now we go to a a pretty uh long scene with hank uh on the bus with the chechens they're all wire tied onto this bus the burmese are going to like pour all this gasoline on the bus set it on fire and then and then leave into the night uh hank picks this time almost like the dude and almost famous on the plane and and kramer uh kramer and the whole cast on uh seinfeld yeah. when they're going yeah, down they're too going down. yeah mm-hmm. um uh the uh yeah that's the one where uh, doesn't george admit that he cheated in the contest yeah. and everything yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's the uh, finale yeah. it's the, fin- yeah. It's yeah, the finale yeah um yeah like in almost famous there's the everybody's finally saying what they want to say to each other and everything as the plane goes down and the one guy's like i'm i'm gay yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then the plane of course writes itself uh-huh. <laughs> and, um hank goes through this whole thing i don't i at this point i don't think anybody thinks he's a badass but he's admitting that he's not i don't know how it's a funny scene yeah yeah I don't know how anybody hears him because nobody's paying attention to him. Yeah, nobody's paying attention to him, but there but the aftermath of the scene makes it seem like what he said hit them oh, in absolutely. some way. Absolutely. Um so he he says I know that uh you guys look at me like I'm a big leader and everything and he has that joke about like I'm very kind and gentle like an optometrist. <laughs> 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 and and uh while he says this uh we have Meyerbeck sort of taking charge and like he he uh you know breaks the bar on the seat that he's tied to and then he starts crowbarring everybody else off and everything and they uh they they sneak up behind a guy uh, who's who's guarding them. Uh, there's a lot of like weird like uh, you know like cause and effect things that I'm not really under. They they're pouring gasoline on the bus mm-hmm. yeah. and then just so I guess they just stop. Yeah. And then <laughs> there's a guard out there and I'm like, why aren't they just lighting this thing on fire yeah, right uh-huh. now? <laughs> but anyway, uh, they all go out. They take out the guard. They get a gun um they start freeing more of their people inside mm-hmm. and everything and then then there's a all-out war going on mm-hmm. i guess it's on a beach or a junkyard or something I yeah something like that it looks like a like a junkyard a remote area yeah, yeah. uh and uh, esther gets away during all of this but there's this big huge firefight that the chechens just dominate yeah because they have been trained and these monastery guys as we know are just in the country for 
you know, to be there to get yeah, to do the heroin. Yeah. yeah. What's crazy on the second watch, I saw in the background from Hank's perspective, there's a move where he takes the gun that they were practicing yeah. the episode yeah. before. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like yeah. they're literally using Barry's techniques. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters at all. All all the stuff that Hank is saying is good. It's it's fun comedy and it's in character and all. But it does I don't think anything that he's saying matters. They don't have any respect for him. And then Meyer Beck is awesome again, doing mm-hmm. doing amazing things, gets them all off the bus. They don't even bother to get Hank off the bus. Yeah. And Hank is him babbling just just reinforces to them that you're no you're no leader and there's even a point where they uh they bring the accordion player in and hank wants to give the big huge speech and everything but meyerbach just blows him away <laughs> yeah and he's like oh yeah. man i was getting to yeah. that <laughs> and uh-huh. uh and so then everybody just kind of walks off without him and he and hank's like well uh i'll do what a real leader does and i'll get everybody ubers <laughs> when once i find enough bars and uh uh after this we go to uh sally and Lindsay in the dressing room uh and um and Lindsay's sort of promising that you know i want to i want to do everything that you want to do and everything so uh i got you this theater i have a connection uh he he owns the he, this guy runs this theater but you got to do this thing by tomorrow night uh-huh. it's insane it's yeah. insane this this show they've been working on and everything she gets a 400 seat theater for sally and I guess the the conversation, like every actor is like, like they're all there listening, <laughs> in, all listening. And you just see this curtain shake behind them when Sally insists that everybody's in the show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, that's it. That's an interesting uh, aspect, by the way. You wonder like if uh, you, you've got to figure Sally knows they're back there. Mm-hmm. I've never known her to be unselfish about stuff like this. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, if she was yeah we got to have these people on the show and everything uh because she knew that they were back there it's probable yeah Mm -hmm. or there's another possibility is that she wants to have enough room to to have people do their stuff and be terrible and then and then she looks good at the end yeah she knows she's going on last and you can't have a 400 seat theater filled and have a two minute yeah thing. exactly you have to have other stuff so yeah. she's not being selfish I, yeah yeah so, i mean she is being selfish right right there's a there's there's a, a lot of ways you could go with that mm. that agreement but you're right i think the 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 fact that there's 400 people coming in you know they're they're gonna have to have a show for them we go to uh we go to barry's audition yeah uh barry is uh he's in the he's in the room outside waiting to go into j roach um <laughs> And it's such a silly joke yeah. that I love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where this came from, but it's fucking great. I know. Um while he's in the room waiting to go go into the audition, Gene calls him because in the scene where they're de- deconstructing the scene, Gene says, "Oh, I'll be there with you at the audition. Everybody brings a scene partner, so on and so forth." Which is, you know, bullshit. Yeah. Uh but Gene calls him and says, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be there today because a detective named Kenneth uh-huh. Goulet, <laughs> played by Fuchs, uh, is saying that uh he can find Janice for him, or maybe find Janice yeah. for him. We don't know. Man, I love that this show can do this. Mm-hmm. It just we're having all these different things, all these different emotions, and then we're just going to go really, really dark now. And, just, <laughs> and it goes there and mm-hmm. it is real. 
God, this is why I love this show so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Freaking this is- Goulet. And Goulet, he gets on the phone with Goulet Fuchs. Yeah. And- <laughs> Ah, and he just his world just explodes. This is Steven Root at his most like sinister I've ever seen him. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like remember in Get Out where he was sinister, but he wasn't like. He oh did, yeah, he yeah. never really got to this level. No, it was all about it was all about you know the the procedure and all that stuff. I've seen Steven Root in so many things, and he's always like a comic comic actor. Uh, this show has given him a chance to really like be like that bad guy and he is really bad and i mean like a bad guy um and to see steven root get to this level right here is something i hadn't seen him do ever uh maybe i have i don't know but it seems like everything i've seen him in comedy 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 Mm -hmm. comedy little bit of like sinister and get out but like this is you know oh yeah he's like he's like now who's out of moves barry mm-hmm. yeah and- what's crazy by the way is that barry immediately says i'll go back to cleveland i'll start killing yeah. again mm-hmm. and he's past that which is weird for fuchs like you'd think he'd be like okay you know maybe i've got this guy and we can get back to normal but he's he's past it he's like i'm just gonna get revenge on this guy basically I think as soon as he does anything to Gene, he if he steps away from Gene, Barry's going to go back on all of that. I th- I think that's what's in his head. It's hard to speculate yeah. because no, it's he's in a dark place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that he can go. He goes to that. I also think he has in his head heroin, Chechens. Yeah, maybe there is another act for me, mm-hmm. and maybe I don't need barry i i i think that's exactly what it is i think it's exactly what it is because uh because that's exactly what he is about to do is is he's trying to get in good with this this outfit and everything and he has to just prove himself once Mm -hmm. and we'll get to that later but uh but if he can prove himself as somebody who can negotiate and all this type of thing he's in he can he can make a good life for himself doing that Mm um so yeah i agree i think i think at this point he's done he want he, he doesn't care if barry falls off the face of the earth mm-hmm. at this point he's just gonna get revenge and mm-hmm. he's got another angle at it we do get into barry's audition with jay roach which is fan fucking task yeah, it is uh so they um the very first question he is asked is how tall are you mm-hmm. uh-huh and this is the only important thing to them. I'm pretty sure this is the only important thing. And he's like, I'm six foot two. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to get right into this. And so, like, you know, they have the guy who reads and needs all these stupid accents and shit, you know, and uh, and uh, reading in the lines. And then it, I got a Michael Shannon vibe from, uh, from Barry in this. <laughs> if Michael Shannon were to audition for a comedy like this, this is how he would read for it and everything. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna shit, I'm gonna shit. <laughs> literally or whatever. Um, the detail they put into the script they're reading to make it so bad mm-hmm. and to have shit and shit references in it is is phenomenal. When the second time I watched it, and I was a little bit past the, you know, I I knew what was happening, so I didn't have quite the emotional connection to this scene. Um, and then you start paying attention to those little things. People at home, if you watch it again, listen to the script. Of, yeah. Of, yep. it, it, like, really, honestly, when you think about this script, 
he's in four scenes he and they and he's apparently one of the leads like this has got to there's got to be like almost no script other than what's been what what has been presented here and what is the uh-huh. story about really yeah like there does no nothing really i mean the the guy gets cheated on he's not even the protagonist apparently yeah mm-hmm. uh and uh and then like there's a scene where like he's happy that this girl is swimming because he taught her how to swim <laughs> yeah. like what's <laughs> happening in between all of this i don't think that's the point obviously but it, it, there's really nothing to this script at all there's no story <laughs> you want uh, some pie you want some- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great he's like yeah gene's trying to teach me some inflection you know, like, uh-huh. <laughs> want a piece of pie <laughs> he told me to put some mustard on it yeah um bear- do, you th- do you think there are other the other parts to this movie that we're not saying are there almost I, has, there, there has there to has be. to be but it's just solely why, totally disconnected at the yeah end, if but. he's a swim instructor and there's these major scenes like that that he's supposedly in uh-huh. we should fill in the blanks oh, swim instructors uh, and write this script. I, I get the, I, I guess he is definitely i mean this is definitely a character who's just a side character but it's it's weird how everything's presented of course it's through barry's eyes when barry says eh, i think he might be one of the leads <laughs> yeah uh-huh. we don't know barry is doesn't know yeah. so and that's part of why they don't really care if they get a, a great guy they just they need somebody to look good on the poster that's yeah that's a, but that's the thing that he's gonna be on he's the gonna poster. be on the poster so so <laughs> well, even as she as he's leaving she's like uh you know because he he essentially bombs the audition jay roach is saying you really underplayed that he doesn't give a fuck uh-huh. yeah and then as he walks out she's like that was barry block he's six two yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah uh <laughs> he made a legitimate impression and i yeah i feel like we're not done with i swim feel the same way i feel like this <laughs> no, is gonna come back he's uh-huh. definitely getting this part the uh the the funny thing that jay roach says is that he is like wow you really underplayed it you didn't do the jokes and there's no uh-huh. jokes yeah. there are no jokes in that whole thing <laughs> and uh and also when you look at this audition and you think about this character in this move type of movie that audition is perfect i don't know if he bombed <laughs> it i don't think he bombed it right he, uh, he did it very very differently yeah he sure. did it way different than they expected because most people are going to go in and indicate every single little thing and everything uh when when jay roach asks him to do the second scene he walks out and that's where he's like wow that guy did not give a fuck uh-huh. <laughs> and uh allison jones the real casting director is mm-hmm. is is the uh playing allison jones there um and that that, that exactly the whole <laughs> he's six foot two mm-hmm. um i've i was wondering if they after seeing him here is his destiny to be like a character actor is this something that we're gonna see and maybe in season three could be that but he's kind of flat which is which is how bill Hader kind of started his career too, yeah so as being like forgetting sarah marshall and yeah. uh, have, you know super bad and shit like that i have an idea and we'll get it to into the next episode i have an idea of how both he and sally's like character arcs yeah, are going I, to be i'm looking forward to talking about that in, in the season next three episode, yeah. so um uh but yeah uh i i think we've definitely seen the beginning of barry's film career yes. here uh now we get to our sort of our finale here uh f- 
Fuchs leads Gene out into the woods and says, you know, and pretends like he doesn't know where the car is and even says, what kind of tree is that over there? And then it just happens to be where the car is parked. And uh, yeah, this is uh, this is this is probably this is probably the the breaking point for me with Fuchs. Like he's done a lot of evil shit, obviously, but the just for this self-serving purpose he's going to show a dead body and his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to him it is just the lowest of the low the darkest of the dark and uh but he's like are you ready blah 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 and and of course gene is going to want to see yeah which is i think what any you know, like a responsible detective would be like you don't want to see this shit you know, get the fuck away from here yeah and he's you know, silent too and mm-hmm. from the the moment he sees the car he'll say he says yes that's the car mm-hmm. and then he's like well i'm gonna let's go up here i'm gonna open the trunk is that okay well actually before they even get to the trunk he gets his phone yeah and calls the cops yeah that that is another thing where the cops are just bad again they, they just accept it's a genius move by, by it, it is it is but man that doesn't work in real life does it god i hope not just call in for someone else pretending to be someone else and saying that you murdered your girlfriend well, because i mean you they have to suicide they have to investigate that right the, yeah you would you would think so especially that, since she's a detective yeah but yeah, you're right. The, the cops are bad, bad uh-huh. all the way around. Mm-hmm. But I guess the idea in his head is that he then turns around, shows Gene the body, and kills him. Is yeah. that that is what Fuchs is planning on doing? Yes, I get. Yeah, so that means that you know that'll implicate Barry. Uh, well, no, it won't implicate Barry. No. That's a that's a weird circular thing. It is. If he does kill him, what's the end game there? It's just. Like he's saying some, you know, uh, badass shit before I pop a cap in his yeah. ass, right? Like, there's no need to, to actually do that. Do you think in a simple way, I know we said earlier that he's thinking about the Chechens and heroin, but in Fuke's head, does he say, if I pin this on Gene and kill Gene, he's done with all the acting stuff and he can work for me again? Oh, that could Maybe. be a good yeah, explanation. But yeah. again, we go back to Barry saying, "I'm well, you know, maybe there's two things going on here. Uh, Barry does say that I'll go back killing for you if you just leave him alone and everything. But maybe in Fuchs's mind, he doesn't want him to be distracted by this acting thing. So killing Gene is still part of that. Like, mm. yes, he wants Barry to come back and kill for him, but he needs Gene out of the way too because... As long as Gene is still alive, Barry's going to still want to do acting classes and continue to put himself in danger uh, and to be seen and known and all that. And to have this rival father figure. Yeah, that's so. well, that's that was the thing we 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 sort of uh, skipped on before they go out to the woods. There's a they look around in the in the house and everything. And uh, there's this whole thing about, you know, Barry, you know, uh, wait a minute, was it, uh, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing in the house where Gene says, this guy showed up to me and he had no support. <laughs> he was like a plastic yeah, bag in the yeah. wind, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I'm wondering is just an American beauty reference. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, uh, and this, that raw truth being hammered into Fuchs with, you know, there's nothing... There may be nothing more devastating than hearing somebody say unfiltered truth, but they're not saying it at you. They're saying it about 
they they he doesn't know gene doesn't know that mm. fuchs is the guy that he's really talking about here mm-hmm. that fuchs didn't give him any support or anything but he's saying this he didn't have any support and he doesn't have any idea who fuchs is yeah, there's yeah. nothing more devastating than that kind of truth mm. because that's somebody like not trying to hurt you there's not a there's not a like a thing behind it where you're trying to hurt the person mm-hmm. there's no one there's no filter to it or anything it's just pure truth is all it is um yeah. sounds like a gut punch and you're not really able to react mm-hmm. in some way just imagine it imagine that this switch the scene that gene does know fuchs somehow uh-huh. okay and he does know that fuchs is this way towards barry and everything and then he said that the oh. impact isn't the impact isn't as good though uh-uh the it's in- very different yeah the impact is i want to hurt you and i think I'll, i think we as human beings sort of like absorb that but when someone doesn't have any idea and they just sort of toss off this raw truth like that god it's devastating mm-hmm. you know to, uh, while they're at this car and and gene finally sees the body and everything barry's making a mad dash he yeah. is he's walked out of his audition he got in the car he's driven down to the site he is like tearing it down there and he parks his car he runs and uh and uh and then uh fuchs uh uh, I, I'm trying to remember the. I thought the phone call was after they saw the body, but it was a before. Yeah, it was before yeah. before they approached the body. Okay, yeah. so uh, but they've well they've opened the trunk. Oh yeah, it. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he comes back because he has to get on the phone first, and then he comes back, and then he points the gun at Gene into the into the show what great cliffhanger fantastic cliffhanger yeah that's all i did for a week was think about what <laughs> yeah. was gonna, how are they getting out of this what happens now I, yeah. had, I had not up to this point but around this point i had binged the episodes so yeah. i was just one after the other after the other this one i had to wait like yeah. everybody else i was like oh shit yeah mm-hmm. i loved it i love that uh <laughs> somebody on twitter tweeted something like uh boy i don't know how they're gonna get out of this and henry that uh, gene gets out and henry winkler tweeted me too <laughs> yeah because you i mean you expect, me you expect this shit to go down like there is no uh-huh. way out of it he's completely catatonic you know or you think you know that fuchs is himself a killer but yeah. we've never seen him kill anybody no. so yeah well i think yeah. that that plays into it because well, we'll get into it in the next episode. Oh, that's called that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> there in its we own go. Right. Yeah, the uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I was the same way about this because you know when I was thinking about it, I was like, I, I feel like these three characters essentially have plot armor: Barry, Fuchs, yeah. and and uh, Gene. Uh, so I was like, there's got to be something that happens where Barry like distracts Fuchs or something like that. I don't know what what's. There's, I felt pretty confident that there was no way that any any of them would die from after this. I was thinking maybe Barry would snipe him, but not kill Fuchs, like yeah. shoot him in the leg or something. Do the Mission Impossible, uh, you know, thing that oh, yeah, Cruz yeah. does, and he uh, shoots the the actual guy. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually thought if there's one show that's gonna go there, it, it would be Barry. Mm-hmm. Like if if there were one show where you're gonna kill. The, the one of the most important characters like a ed, ed ned stark type of thing mm-hmm. this show might do that it might although i i just i can't imagine this show going on without gene no i agree, I agree. um and that's something we'll have to speculate about on this next episode but yeah uh i can't imagine how the show survives without it because i as much as i love barry and bill Hader and all this and all the stuff that's going on 
you need to have Gene in here. Yeah. It doesn't make it. The show doesn't, I don't think runs right without him. So it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's episode seven of uh, season two. Um, where can people uh, talk about this episode, Barrett? Go to Twitter and follow at now starting. And also we've got the link uh, in the, uh, the tweet and the show notes and all that stuff for SoundCloud. Come on in and comment with us, and we will uh, we'll hit you back. You can also tweet at Music Video Sends, and I will uh, respond to you. Uh, this is fun. I like I like the Twitter conversations that we've had. We've had people come in and like talk about Fuchs. We've had people talk about like Barry's motivation. There's some good dialogue going on there. There is out there. So yeah, please talk to us. And I especially love to hear your theories on the show. Uh, especially now, what do you think is going to happen in season three? And what do you think the motivations of the characters are? Uh, talking about Fuchs and you, does he want the business to run or does he love Barry and all of that? I love all that stuff. So mm-hmm. keep bringing it coming. Yeah. Did you say keep bringing it keep coming? Keep bringing it coming. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that, that, that was my no ho Hank malpropism moment. You know what? That's a thing now. We're going we're gonna to start bringing it coming now. We're going to start doing that. That's going to be a Twitter thing now. Yes. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. It's Chris Atkins and Barrett Sher and Mike Hester. We'll see you next time.